All right, so we're back talking about season five, episode, uh, what was that, 13? Yeah, I think probably 13, episode 13 of Arrow, Spectre of the Gun. Why did I do that that way? Because I felt like it. Because at one point, uh, good old James Bond, this is during Thunderball, um, James Bond is playing, I think, Baccarat. I mean, what else does that guy play but Baccarat against uh, Largo? And it, to be cute, he's like, I see the specter of the feet at your shoulder. So uh, that was the thing he did. Okay, so um, let's talk about the Rene plot. This is where we get Rene's backstory. What happened was Rene uh, was a family man with a temper. His wife had a drug problem. He was taking his daughter to see a game. Gave his wife an ultimatum, get rid of the drugs, or, you know, you show yourself out. Came back from the game and things were broken. He told his daughter to go get her jammies on and went to check on his wife. Well, his wife was essentially being held hostage by her dealer because she owed him 500 bucks. So Renee said, okay, I'm going to get you uh, your 500 bucks and went to his gun safe and was going to pull out his gun and shoot the guy holding his wife as a human shield. I don't know. Like, Renee's not been about marksmanship. Maybe he was. I don't know. So Renee goes to get his gun. His daughter comes out. The other dude panics, uh, throws his wife onto, uh, looks like, into the bedroom. Uh, so she falls down. She looks like she might be unconscious or, you know, worse. Uh, shoots Renee a couple of times. This doesn't stop Renee from getting his gun and shooting the bad guy. And as he shoots, the bad guy falls, the dealer falls... And his gun goes off once, and we see the bullet come out of the barrel, slowly. Uh, so, Rene, <laughs> okay, so we can assume that there might be some significance to that bullet. Uh, I don't remember if the bullet was... If the gun was, if the dealer's gun was pointing in the right direction to have shot his wife, but at that point, his daughter says, look at mommy, and his wife turns out to be dead. Uh, Renee then loses custody of her uh, because uh, he has an unsafe household and he's very angry about that. And after seeing Green Arrow kill uh, Damien Dark on TV, that's sort of what inspires him to become Wild Dog the Vigilante. Um... What else is happening? Not much else happens with the main plot. Uh, there is a moment where Vigilante shows up after a long absence and shoots a guy that Oliver is interrogating. And then, you know, Oliver says, you're the criminal, and Vigilante says, I'm just you. I use a more effective weapon. Did that. So, why am I not talking about the main plot? Uh, because the main plot is essentially gun control. That's, that's what this episode is about. And, um, eh, there's some things I've said in previous episodes, which I'm pretty sure would, uh, let you know which side of the gun control debate I come down on. Uh, I, I will say that, um, 
I'm I'm not sure the arrow. I'm not sure arrow was the right place to tackle this. Uh, maybe somebody thought. Well, obviously somebody thought it's exactly the right place to tackle this because we have a bunch of bunch of vigilantes, including one who uses guns. But Team Arrow is pretty pretty much split down the middle. Um, Curtis and Quentin favor more gun control. Renee and uh, uh, Dinah do not. Felicity just wants people to stop arguing about it because she doesn't think it's going to accomplish anything. Um, Oliver is caught in the middle. Uh, clowns to the left of him, Joker's in the right. Here he is, stuck in the middle with us. Uh, so he figures out that the issues, that he, and he's told that the issues are larger than Green Arrow, so he gets a councilwoman who blocked the Star City Gun Control Registry into his office and says, hey, look, uh, we're going to stay in here until we figure something out. And he has to leave because he's gotten word from Team Arrow as to where, oh, I'm sorry, somebody came in and shot up the mayor's office. Dude shot up the mayor's office because his family was killed at a mall shooting, and the former mayor and that city council could not make the Star City gun registry happen. It got killed. So that's why Oliver's talking with that councilwoman. He runs off at the end to basically talk the shooter out of shooting up a hospital, um, which he succeeds in doing. And then he comes to back to the mayor's office with the councilwoman and hands her a set of guidelines that he and Renee have worked out. So my problem with the episode, we'll start with the episode and then we'll get into my problem with Renee's point of view. Uh, this show is not known for its subtlety. Uh, or nuance, and this episode is no exception. And I don't think that this was the right place to do it. I'm, I'm not saying that none of the DC uh, shows should. I'm not saying that there there wasn't a right place to do it in the Arrowverse. Um, I just don't think a, a, a show that starts off with a vigilante who, you know, is killing people, although, again... There's no ambiguity here. These people are bad. It might not be a good idea to kill them, but they are not... Oliver is not targeting innocent people. There's also, with one archer, generally... Uh, yeah, you, you don't get the same... You wouldn't get the same, like, sort of casualty rate uh, as you would had he had a gun, uh, probably. Um, I mean, he is known for his marksmanship, so maybe he could have avoided um, hitting people that he wasn't intending to hit. Who knows? Uh, but I don't... I just don't think this was the right place to do it. And this is not a case of you're getting too much politics in my fantasy. Um, although, again, this is weird for the Arrowverse, with the exception of Supergirl, who usually... Uh... I mean, they did have that whole episode about aliens, so there was that. But who usually leaves it to a few lines of dialogue. Uh, the shows tend not to be political. So to have one go head-on on an issue like this was a little shocking. And Maybe that's something that they intended. Maybe they thought that was going to um, 
give the episode a little bit more weight. Right. Um, the real reasons that I don't think it, it worked, so, rather, this is, sorry, the reasons that I don't think it worked, this is beside I don't think they should have done it, I don't think this was the right place to do it, I'm now on to I don't think this was the right way to do it. We hear the arguments rehashed, and arguments is a bad word. Uh, we hear the talking points rehashed. Well, sorry, we hear some arguments and some talking points, right? Um, what we don't ever see or hear is the compromise that is agreed upon. None of the things that Renee and Oliver work out are mentioned by name. Like, this is what we've decided to do. Here's a compromise between these two viewpoints. It's just, or sorry, <laughs> they never say here is the compromise between two viewpoints uh, and then explain it. They just say here's a compromise between two viewpoints and that's it, right? So we know there was a compromise, but we don't know what it consists of. And that's cheating. Obviously, the show didn't feel that they could do that Perhaps they couldn't, and that might be one of the reasons it ties back into why this was not the right place to have this debate or this episode. Uh, the other reason that I think um, they didn't do it correctly is because Renee thinks that people should have guns because he feels that if he'd had his gun, his wife would still be alive. Except we saw what happened, and we saw that he was, it was not, hmm, it was not his fault that his wife died, but he had a gun, the dealer had a gun, and because both of them had guns, his wife died. He shot the dealer. He was defending himself. Not saying he shouldn't have, not saying that that was a bad thing for him to do. He was in his house, being menaced by somebody with a gun. When the dealer fell down, the dealer's gun went off, the bullet looked significant, and that was the moment that we saw that his wife was dead. Not when the dealer knocked her down, and they held on her for a couple of seconds, but after the dealer's gun went off, and we saw that, again, presumably significant bullet leave the barrel, uh, his wife was dead, and there was blood, right? So, Renee, basically, he didn't see this, he doesn't have this knowledge, but he's shown to be wrong, right? He has a viewpoint, for a reason, that is incorrect. So, I guess, it's, I don't know, it, it just, it just seems undercutting their idea, which seems to be we're going to present a balanced viewpoint of both sides of the debate, but one of the guys who's really vocal about it is really, really wrong about the reasons that he's vocal about it. Like, he doesn't know what happened, and his thesis is incorrect. Um, I think the not telling us what the compromise was is a bigger problem. And again, I don't know if they could have actually come up with anything. But I, I think just saying, and we end it with this agreement is is kind of pat. 
especially since you spent most of the episode on how difficult it is to get people to agree, and uh, Curtis and uh, Felicity even, basically they talk about it, Felicity doesn't want to hear the arguments because she doesn't think it's going to solve anything, and Curtis is like, well, no, we used to be able to argue and then go home and respect each other, and maybe be... We're not doing that. We're not doing that anymore. And maybe that's what the problem is with this country: is that we we don't argue because arguing is now seemed is uh, seems to be impolite, which is a, a, a weird a weird way to come at it because it doesn't seem like arguing is impolite. We continue to argue all the time. Um, what's said to be impolite or wrong is to uh, politicize the issue uh, after, in this specific case, one of these things happens. Uh, there are other issues in which arguing is an impossibility because both sides are arguing from articles of faith, although it might be that that's what's happening in all of the issues. Well, no, that's not entirely true. I, sorry. In some, <laughs> some of the issues, one side is arguing from facts and the other side isn't. Um, but uh, a lot of these seem to be, a lot, a lot of these problems seem to be, again, both sides are like, well, this is my stance and I believe this, and this is my stance and I believe this. Um, I'm obviously pretty left-wing. <laughs> pretty left-wing is an understatement. I'm very left-wing. Um, so I tend to believe that my side is arguing from facts more often than not. Uh, but it's it's also like some of it runs into an, the is-ought problem. Like things ought to be this way, but they are not. Anyway, I'm sort of rambling now. Uh, because this episode was a little bit weird, and uh, like I said, the plot points weren't right, really important so much as the issue, uh, and I've kind of, I think, talked enough about that that I can call it a day with this episode, so sorry this episode was a little bit weird, uh, it was a little bit more rambly than usual, and I don't know that I came to any conclusions, uh, I didn't actually come to any conclusions, which is Something I chastised the show for, so there's that. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, as weird as it was. Uh, I hope you're having a good day, and I will see you next time. <laughs>